Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine. Every company has a story to tell, from the small startup to the large enterprise, and everything in between. This is one of them. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. Hello, everybody. You're very welcome to a new episode of Redefining Cybersecurity podcast here on ITSP Magazine. Uh, this is part of our event coverage from Hacker Summer Camp, uh, more specifically Black Hat USA 2023, where, let's be honest, a lot of cool research uh, takes place. Uh, hackers of all shapes and sizes and interests come together to, uh, to share their new new findings and new tools. And uh, this includes cool people that uh, that work at commercial companies as well, bringing solutions to market to help us solve the big problems that we all know we face every day as security leaders. And um, so our good friends at Sandbox AQ are back. Uh, we, uh, we had a chance to chat with them a few months ago uh, to get an overview of what Sandbox AQ is and, and their role in simulation and uh, cybersecurity and some other areas that they that they help uh, with quantum computing capabilities. And uh, my guest today, Mark Manzano, will probably give us an overview of, of that to briefly again. Um, but more specifically, we're going to get into future-proofing uh, cryptography and in, in a new capability they released called Sandwich, which you had me at Sandwich, Mark, because uh, I love food. Uh, so <laughs> the, the, there's an interesting uh, parallel there. But uh, before we get into this conversation, which I'm excited about, uh, a few words from you about who you are, what you're up to, your role at Sandbox AQ, and, and then uh, we'll go from there and have some fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Sean. It's it's a pleasure to to be here. Um, so um, it's my first time in, in the show. So I'll introduce myself. My name is Mark. I'm originally from uh, Barcelona in Spain. And um, my background is in uh, cryptography engineering. I did my PhD in computer security. And then uh, ever since I graduated, I've been working in cryptography engineering, first as an individual contributor in, in some engineering teams and then more as a kind of leader in the organization um, on, in, in the same field. Um, I joined Sandbox a couple of years and a half ago when we were still within Google. Uh, and I was part of the team that spun out uh, last year in 2022. And then um, what Sandbox? Sandbox AQ, it's a company that works at the intersection of uh, quantum technologies and AI. Um, we specifically focus on sp some areas. We cannot tackle the entire um, the entire universe, but we focus on simulation and optimization, uh, targeting um, solutions that impact drug discovery and material science. Uh, we also focus on quantum sensing, uh, targeting the healthcare sector and also the navigation sector. And then we have uh, the security security division, which is a division I'm part of. I'm the general manager of the security group at Sandbox. And uh, we're mainly focused on helping our customers um, modernize the way that cryptography is managed in a, in a given infrastructure, in a given enterprise ecosystem. Um, that's mostly it. 
that's perfect. Great, great recap. I think of the conversation I had, and the, and the one thing that I that I remember from that conversation that I had with uh, Marco and I had with uh, Clement is that that cryptography, while they may the, the algorithms and the and the strength may may be suitable for today, um, at some point they, the the line will be crossed where. Or the, the the code's been cracked, if you will, and organizations will be forced to scramble to to upgrade, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that the point that that I found really interesting is that there cyber criminals aren't waiting for that moment, right? They're collecting scores of data and 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 information and keys and all this stuff to be ready for, for when that moment happens to just pounce on all the data and then decrypt it. And so I, I think the point is y- you can't wait for that moment as a defender, or as a company building technologies, you kind of have to prepare for that now. Um, so if I, hopefully I captured that conversation correctly. And the, the obvious question that follows then is, well, how do I prepare for that? And that's what, uh, that's what you guys are solving for. And so you've released sandwich, um, mm-hmm. To, to help make that easier, I presume. So maybe you, can you describe when Sandwich was launched and what the, what the driver was for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we released Sandwich last week um, together with the uh, Black Hat Conference. Um, and Sandwich is a project that we've been working on internally at Sandbox uh, for quite some time. It's a meta library. We call it uh, a meta library because um, it's actually a piece of software that is um, uh, built on top of other cryptographic libraries that are already existing uh, for in, for the community in the open source ecosystem. Um, and the main objective of Sandwich is to help developers uh, build applications in a in a secure way, utilizing and leveraging uh, modern practices. And by modern practices, we mean um, certain things related to cryptographic agility, which is uh, strongly related to the the point that you were making about um, from time to time, algorithms uh, get weakened or broken and uh, information security specialists uh, get uh, into trouble because they actually need to stop using those algorithms in their enterprise ecosystems. And it's it's actually not that easy to make that happen. So uh, Sandwich uh, provides a built-in mechanism for crypto agility, which um, allows a developer to actually leverage different cryptographic providers uh, all at once and uh, allows developers to actually switch from one to another one dynamically without the necessity to actually redeploy an application. Um, that's a very useful feature because it means that you don't have to suffer any downtime when you are performing upgrades uh, or migrations or transitions of algorithms uh, in, in your enterprise applications. Um, yep. And you're also building to the, the same API, right? So underneath, you're handling the abstraction and the differences and the calls and, and all the parameters that, mm-hmm. that you, you know well deeply <laughs> that maybe mm-hmm. not every engineer would know as a mm-hmm. crossover between different different algorithms and then he said can you talk about that interface and mm-hmm. and do you do other things there to help ensure best practices applied to mm-hmm. the use of cryptography as well 
Yeah, so um, after many years uh, working at, at, uh, at the level of uh, cryptographic libraries implementations, um, I'm going through a lot of pain with uh, the specific uh, APIs that some of these libraries provide. You actually need to have a fairly good understanding of how uh, cryptography works in order to use those APIs in a secure way and not commit any, any uh, mistakes. So our aim together uh, with what I mentioned before about crypto agility for sign, which was to provide an API layer that would bulletproof uh, any errors that potentially developers could make when building applications that need cryptographic uh, functionality. Um, what I mean by this high level API bulletproof is for instance, I'm building an application that has a server and a client, and I want the client to talk to the server. The only thing that I actually need is for the client to open a tunnel, a communication channel with the server. I really don't care which algorithm it uses as far as it uses something that it's proper, that it's secure. And uh, I really don't care uh, how that tunnel is established. I don't, I don't care about the protocol. I don't care about the security level that it provides, right? So, what we tried to do with the API was to provide this very abstract way uh, for developers to actually say, hey, Sandwich, I want to uh, establish a tunnel between here and there, just like make it happen. Give me a handler where I can input my data on and make sure that the data will arrive there and will be decrypted properly. Um, so that's actually one of the uh, really cool features that this library that we have uh, released uh, provides. And then um, together with these, there is the, a configuration uh, feature which allows the developer to uh, say, hey, I actually would like to use these recommended parameters that we already provide beforehand. Um, and if there is something that needs to be changed because the developer needs to comply with specific enterprise policy, Let's say there is a specific policy that mandates the use of specific algorithms because we are in a geographical um, position in the world that actually dictates something, then um, that's actually also possible, but, but not strictly necessary. There is a default policy that is provided that is already secure for, for everybody to use. Yeah, and I can, I can imagine a, a world where... Um might be difficult to build the app for different regions, uh, so manually selecting different different encryption uh, algorithms and then rebuilding it and redeploying it and retesting and all that stuff. If you have it built once and then can reconfigure it to, to uh, leverage different algorithms, you, the resilience, I don't know if resilience, the, the, the quality <laughs> is easier mm -hmm. to validate long-term. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to ask about... Um, uh, I think I read in in the in the press release the mm -hmm. word experiment um, because I think another area and you were just touching on a little bit is depending on the type of channel or the type of of encryption you need or or the the type of uh, activities that the application is performing could determine or a lot of factors I guess bottom line is could determine which which underlying algorithm is best. And it, what I read is that this sandwich makes it easy for developers to experiment. So they can see mm -hmm. which one 
meets the minimum or the requirements that they have, but also from a security perspective, but then also validated against performance requirements and regional requirements and other things like that. Can you speak mm -hmm. to can you speak to that for me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So actually, um, to 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 be able to answer you uh, properly, I need to first uh, mention that Sandwich um, incorporates uh, the possibility to establish communication channels leveraging quantum-resistant cryptography. Um, this is something that most companies need to be looking at, if not now, relatively soon enough, because it's going to be a mandatory. Um, area to to work on uh, very very soon with new standards being published by NIST um, in 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 the in the upcoming weeks. Um, so that's that's actually one thing. And then um, the other thing is we we actually called the library sandwich because we wanted to mimic the um, the choosing within a menu that a user would actually do. So. Uh, a user might actually want a sandwich object that incorporates certain capabilities. And in this case, it could be a protocol to talk with, as I was saying, between a client and a server. And I would also like the sandwich to uh, have different algorithms that I would like this object to have so that I can orchestrate some experiments. Uh, so a developer at build time can go to sandwich and say, hey, I would like this sandwich object to have these and these and these. And then the build system, uh, which is actually uh, one of the uh, additional uh, interesting features that Sandwich provides, will create this object that will be the dependency that the developer then needs to drop into their application. And then the developer just needs to actually call Sandwich uh, with the different uh, configuration for different algorithms that he wants to test or she wants to test. That's actually the way that we're uh, enabling this. Uh, and so far, um, this has been extremely helpful. Why? The, the, the migration to quantum resistant uh, quantum resistant cryptography, it's, um, it's, it's uh, going to be a multi-year uh, process. There are uh, a lot of unknowns. So far, we're going to have the first standards defined relatively soon. But, can, you, um, can you expand on that a little bit? I think our audience would, would really appreciate understanding the, some of the NIST stuff. And I don't know if there are others mm -hmm. outside of the U.S. that are coming as well. Yeah, no, definitely. So um, when, when I talk about uh, quantum-resistant cryptography or post-quantum cryptography, it's a field that has emerged in the last couple of decades that focuses on defining algorithms of public key uh, cryptography. Um, that are resistant to potential uh, attacks uh, launched by a large enough uh, cryptographically relevant quantum computer. And uh, these started as a research um, field and has materialized um, as a process that NIST has been leading in order to define new standards that are going to be mandated in all uh, infrastructure that we, that we have nowadays. Um, so this migration towards these new algorithms uh, is going to be a multi-year stage, uh, a multi-year process. Um, and uh, while there are some things that the community has been working on and that are pretty clear how to tackle, there are still a lot of unknowns 
whether uh, these new algorithms will be affecting certain things of existing systems. Uh, and the reason is that these new algorithms have different performance uh, metrics. They have different sizes. So the cryptographic keys are larger than the keys that we used to have until now. And therefore, there are a few things that once we plug these algorithms in, might break or might not break, but maybe the performance impact might be relevant to actually look at how to solve or work around those, those issues. So in order to actually uh, prepare around that upcoming migration and, and be able to build um, expertise uh, on, on how to handle uh, the new algorithms, Sandwich, it's, uh, it, it's, it's very useful. It's, it's a tool that can be used and that provides uh, off-the-shelf um, uh, capabilities to actually conduct this. I know you, you, you shared a few bits of how it works. Um, can you paint a, a picture with words <laughs> for how it fits into a delivery pipeline? Maybe some of the steps, what, what takes place before code development and API calls, and then what happens after the build process and deployment? Um, how and where do they plug sandwich in and what's what's on premises and the cloud you know, if you can kind of paint that mm -hmm. picture for them that would be great mm -hmm. yeah so um a developer actually would go to a sandwich would download it and then would actually build it with the specific ingredients or features that the dependency that um that is needed would need to have and then would what the depend what the developer would actually do is take that dependency and integrate it into their application development environment. So it's um, it, the utilization of Sandwich, it's something that happens while the developer is building, coding the, the application. Um, and then it's embedded within the application uh, and it's shipped within the application. We, we are part of the developing process with, with Sandwich. Got it, got it. And so, what I'm thinking folks might be wondering at this point is, so you, you mentioned new standards coming uh, and needing to prepare for that. Um, unless there's a law or something that says I have to, a lot of organizations will put that on the long finger, right? Kind of push that <laughs> out. But if I remember correctly, uh, well, as we touched on briefly at the beginning, previous conversation with the team, uh, there are critical apps uh, housing and having access to uh, sensitive information that should take action now. And I know uh, you really recently released the uh, security suite, which helps mm -hmm. kind of figure out where best to, to focus your energy because uh, you can't do every app all at once, right? Mm -hmm. um, so maybe talk a little bit about security suite from mm -hmm. Sandbox AQ and how that connects to Sandwich maybe to help help teams organize and prioritize a, a good path forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So um, the security suite is our main product. That's what we actually are building to solve our customers' main um, uh, use cases. Um, it's a product that it's about helping customers modernize the way that cryptography is managed. Um, it provides set of, uh, it provides a set uh, a set of modules to give visibility to where cryptography is used 
and when is it used and who it uses uh, and who uses cryptography uh, or what uses cryptography and how is it used. So basically it provides a set of modules that enable observability uh, in that space, in a specific infrastructure. Everything is captured with is captured within a cryptographic inventory, which is a user-friendly uh, uh, interface that uh, an administrator can actually go and monitor the, the, the difference between the different snapshots on, on what's being used within a given infrastructure. That can also be matched to uh, an enterprise policy that needs to be mandated in order to actually see how far we are from being compliant or not with a given regulation or standard. So that's ex extremely helpful for compliance teams and for teams coming from the information security space. Um, and then not only that, the idea is uh, the specific items that we identify that are not being compliant and that actually need remediation, need to be remediated. We provide a solution in order to make those things happen. Most of the times, these are things related to uh, keys management and certificate management. We find certificates that are using uh, vulnerable algorithms, or we find, um, for instance, applications that are using keys, cryptographic keys, in an unsecure way. So what we actually do is, uh, with the security sheet, is we provide a set of modules that enable companies fix those issues in 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 a in a semi-automated manner, depending on the specific process that the enterprise has for um, conducting these uh, activities, and uh, and and then we we close the loop. We make sure that everything that we remediate keeps providing a feedback loop to the cryptographic inventory to keep monitoring what's going on. And this is not only about cryptography. Here we're also talking about um, measurements. We take measurements in terms of performance. Uh, we we can we, we we can have information about uh, which particular cryptographic operations are being heavier than others in order to be able to find bottlenecks, optimize certain things, reduce resource uh, consumption on the on the customer end. Which, if it's on the cloud, usually resource consumption is related to the final bill that you're going to get from from the deployment of your applications. So we're able to actually optimize a, a lot of, of those things working through the security sheet uh, with, with our customers. And Sandwich, it's a parallel effort that we've built, which powers some of the things that I've been mentioning about the security suite. But it's a parallel effort that we actually think it's extremely useful for everybody to build secure um, Secure communications and specifically also quantum resistant communication applications with, uh, you know, within any environment. And I'm curious, do you, as you're engaging with organizations, I would I would imagine somebody thinking about uh, quantum ready uh, encryption, and they're they're fairly mature <laughs> in their uh, in their security uh, model and, and programs. But do you ever run across organizations that have opted to not employ any encryption because they just don't understand it or, or they think it's too hard or uh, might, might impact in performance or whatever the reason may be. Do you, do you run across any organizations and, and perhaps uh, Sandwich can help 
uh, overcome some of those hurdles? Um, yeah, so we, we, are, we have actually seen a lot of different uh, things. Obviously, we, we, cannot, uh, we cannot mention any, any specific details or, or, or names, but we have actually seen a lot of things that are pretty worrying. Um, Sandwich could be an extremely helpful uh, tool for uh, engineering teams within some of these organizations to actually um, uh, elevate the security posture of the enterprise applications that they are developing. At the end, developers are usually worried about the velocity at which they, they develop and the quality, right? So because they don't want to be fixing bugs all the time. Um, but um, these bugs can also come from security uh, issues. Uh, the idea here is that if they build applications on top of Sandwich, there are a bunch, a myriad of topics related to security that they don't have to worry about. It, the, 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 the framework, the dependency is going to take care um, uh, of, of them by, by them. So they don't have to, uh, to worry. And therefore it means that they can go faster and everybody should be doing um, or should be happier by, by actually having access to this. And uh, forgive me for not, uh, not knowing, but how, how does this fit into a broader engineering plus security or development plus security uh, operating environment? And then what I'm wondering is, who who picks up the and who owns the the encryption part of of the application? Does it end on the developers directly with advice or input from security, or does the security say we're going to own the the encryption policy and the implementation and and force that onto developers? Because I know there's a big DevSecOps movement that's mm -hmm. been underway for a while. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to figure out who. Who, who typically has the best success in, in uh, managing this? <laughs> yeah, probably it's a combination of the DevSecOps um, team or group within organization and the engineering team of software engineers. Uh, those are the ones that actually can build certain things on top of these specific dependencies. Um, the information security teams would be probably the ones recommending which things should be used and which specific uh, security targets the, the developers should have. And the compliance teams would be monitoring that actually what they have developed meets what the information security teams are, are dictating, right? So this is kind of the loop that uh, it's, um, it's in, 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 in one way or another one, it's replicated across across different industries and enterprises. Um, but yeah, so usually the, that would be a combination of DevSecOps and, uh, and the engineering uh, teams. Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. So as, as we begin to wrap, Mark, I'm wondering if you mm -hmm. have any any stories, because I, I, I recognize the value of, of future-proofing here. <laughs> um, uh, teams or the owners of the budget may not always agree with that. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if, if Sandwich is, offers an opportunity, and I don't know if you have any stories or examples from, from people testing or, or using it uh, in production, but where just, just the, the sheer fact that I can test a couple different algorithms to find 
uh, which one offers the level of protection I need with perhaps improved performance. Right. Mm -hmm. That, that to me would be a win <laughs> if I can mm -hmm. improve the performance of my apps and, yeah. and maintain, or maybe even increase, but then also with that future proof, um, do you have any stories to share where some, some results like that or others, uh, have, have succeeded? Um, yeah. So we, we still cannot share a lot of things. We, we, we released it last week and, uh, there are still a few things in the making. Um, what I can say is that uh, there is a roadmap around uh, Sandwich that uh, will be uh, publishing on certain things that we are planning to work on and that we would like the community to know that Sandwich will incorporate. So this is not a one-off release. It's a live project that we think has massive potential and therefore we're going to be providing a roadmap there to keep... Um, extending the amount of protocols, the different uh, APIs that will be allowed, uh, PKI support, additional cryptographic backends support, um, other languages. Uh, one thing that we didn't mention is that this high-level API, uh, we have implemented different wrappers for that. So if a developer needs that dependency for Python, uh, there is the, the Python wrapper. If a developer needs that dependency for a Go application, there is the, the Go wrapper, um, et cetera, et cetera. So the idea is that we would keep also providing additional wrappers that we have planned. Um, so all these things uh, are in, in the making and we want to make that roadmap clear to, to the community because one of, our, of the goals we have is to create a community around Sandwich. We want uh, open the open source um, developers uh, and, and, and the community, the cryptographic community in general to, to be aware of what are, are our plans and invite them to also contribute. Uh, the idea is that we would like everybody to be engaged and if someone that is external to Sandbox would like to contribute um, to, to Sandwich, we would uh, definitely uh, love that, also receive any kind of feedback um, and, and this, uh, this type of things. Yeah, and I, I mean, just there are so many good points here <laughs> to make as we wrap. I think uh, even just simplifying uh, the process around implementing cryptography across your app portfolio, uh, reducing that complexity uh, increases quality and resiliency. And and add to that, as we noted a number of times, the, the ability to future proof and then to experiment and test different things. Uh, it sounds like a win-win-win to me for uh, the developers, for security, and the end users. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, yeah, with mm -hmm. with no no little to no impact on the delivery, right? Which is always a big thing. <laughs> get, Indeed. Don't Indeed. don't get in the way of of releasing <laughs> that app. Indeed, uh, we're we're very excited to be able to provide this to to the community. Uh, we know that it can have a huge impact. Um, and we're going to be working very hard to, to make sure that um, this becomes uh, uh, a, a very impactful um, solution for, for the community. Yeah. Nice one. Well, I'm excited to hear how, uh, how things progress. Perhaps we can connect again in a few months or so and, and uh, get some use cases and, and uh, some additional stories 
see how things are going uh, with Sandwich and the security suite as well. So um, thanks, Mark, very much for uh, for joining me here and for sharing uh, sharing sharing your sandwich with me. <laughs> I, I refrain from all the food jokes, but uh, I love this. I love this. I love what you're doing. Uh, it's great for the community and uh, obviously super important as a user of apps that that host and I'm uh, great amount of my personal information. I'm hoping they're all listening, the, the developers of those apps. Um, so thanks. Thanks again, Mark. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll include uh, some links clearly to uh, the sandwich where you can access that. And uh, I found a, a, a paper on uh, best practices for key management. Uh, include that. I found that interesting. So I'm happy to include that in the, in the notes as well. Anything else, Mark and the Sandbox AQT? wants to uh, wants to share with you to help you uh, succeed with your cryptographic uh, implementations so thanks everybody for listening thanks mark thank you for having me we hope you enjoyed this conversation if you learned something new and the story made you think then share itsbmagazine.com with your friends family and colleagues we hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey you can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.